old Adrian's losing patience with us. Is he? I Why? can tell. He's like, he's like, we're rolling, guys. <laughs> Quit fucking around. We're rolling. Time um, to go. <clears throat> well, well, hello. hello? Our voice. Okay. First of all, holy shit. What? Sick last week. Oh, like knocked on our booty. We podcasted oh, and then it got worse it got after worse. that. We got, we got bad and then I still had to go to, to Omaha. Um, glad I did. Yeah. Great, great shows. Um, but my voice, like it's so hard. You know, I, I use my voice um, so much in my stand-up yeah. with inflection and with yeah. you know, changing my voice to be your character you know, to do all those things. And it's just hard when, when I was up there and I just have this <coughs> itch in my throat and I have this raspy kind of a voice, but yeah. holy hell, man. Then Delilah got it. Oh, After poor baby Tuesday. ran a fever for a week. I ended oh. up at the doctor's office with her twice. We all went to the doctor. We all got flu checked, negative, COVID check, negative. And I'm like... This had to have been something. Because some, some crazy virus. Because we took a Z-Pack, both of us, went through our five days of the Z-Pack. Nada. Two IVs. I mean, it, I will be honest with you. It was, I had COVID three times. Uh-huh. And it wasn't this bad. Oh, the one time, when I got COVID this past <coughs> summer, that one time, it was bad. Remember? I but it was, was only like, like but it was only it was like two one days. one day of bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, this, this has been lingering... I, you know, at one point, this I, makes I, you feel old because you can't because reco- you feel like you're not recovering. You're oh like, God, aren't I, I strong? Aren't I healthy? I told Renee, I go, I go, I'm fucking tired of being sick. Yeah, yeah, it starts to get depressing. Like I'm, I mean, usually for me, IV, right? And two days later, I'm back in the game. Yeah, I mean, it kicked my. Ass. But we knew a lot of people who got this in December, like where the whole family was down and it was like this crazy long sick for 10 days. Well, so. Timmy, Timmy freaked out because, uh, you know, we get to Omaha and, uh, you know, my routine is second show. He'll walk up there with the Crown Royal at the end of my show uh-huh. and then we'll go to the casino. And he goes, uh, Crown Royal? I go, no. He goes, casino? I go, no. He goes, holy shit, you're sick. <laughs> He goes, oh my God, you must What's be What's wrong really, with you? What you did you do with really... Steve Trevino? <laughs> and I did, man. I, I I literally walked off stage, did my meet and greet, went to the hotel, and just shut it off. Yeah. Right? I mean, I was shutting it down early, too, with the kids. I was doing all the things you're supposed to do, taking the vitamins, oh. getting the rest, like the humidifiers going, blowing out all the and, snot. And, I just... and, and I felt bad because I always tell people, you know, if you want to hang out, come to my Friday show. Like family, friends, you know, if I'm on uh-huh. the road, I go, the show you want to come to is the Friday Late Show. Yeah. So that afterwards, we can all have a drink together. Because Saturday, I'm shutting it down. I'm flying home early. Sunday, right. Friday's the night, right? Yeah. So um, friend from high school that I graduated with, Courtney, she, um, her and her husband came out on Friday. Uh-huh. Like excited. Like, Aww. hey, we're here, second show. You were their big plan. Yeah, we're gonna have drinks, right? And and I was like, guys, I'm I'm not doing it. I can't, you know. And then yeah. so generous. They go, Well, come over to the house tomorrow, we'll make you steaks. Oh. And I go, Oh yeah, I go, that would be great. Yeah. Um beautiful home, beautiful kids. and and not only that, they were like, bring the opening act. 
And Bryce had his wife. They're like, well, bring the wife. And yeah. if Timmy wants to come, Timmy can come. And so well, Brian's with you. Brian can come, you know. Yeah. And all, I mean, they made stakes for all of us. And, and and I felt bad because, you know, we're running a little late. And, and literally, they're like, oh, well, we have to be at a basketball game at two. And it was already one. Oh. And I was like, guys. I, so, <clears throat> you know, that was one of those moments where I didn't know. And maybe I'm asking you. Yeah. I'm asking Adrian. I'm asking Rick. I'm asking Tatiana. Yeah. That was one of those moments where I was like, I don't ever want to eat and run. But I also want to get out of their hair so they can get back to family time. Yeah. So I decided to go, hey, guys, we're going to go so y'all can do your family thing. Right. So I don't know if that was the right move or not. Well, what was your other option? Go to the basketball game with them? Like well, they were leaving to go to a basketball game, well, right? Well, Courtney was like, well, Ryan can take her. And I'll stay here with you guys. Oh, but, no. But I didn't know what to do. Well, that's a hard one because did Courtney want to hang out with you? That's were what I Were you mean. her out to not have to go to the <coughs> game? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and daddy has to do daddy I, duty? We, we actually sent <coughs> her. and she, You already sent it? Yes. So we sent her a little gift. Yeah. You know, I asked Tatiana if she could send... A little gift to her just to tell her thank you for opening your home and yeah. being so kind and sweet. I mean, she cooks steaks for all of us. That's not cheap. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So we sent her a gift, but I, I just didn't know what the right thing to do was. You pull her aside and you say, hey, am I your out so that you don't have to go to the game and you want to stay and hang out? Other, If, if so, yeah, cool, but, we'll hang out. But But people have such a hard time telling you what they really feel. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I saw Adrian kind of you kind of nodded your head. What What is your thought on that situation? No, I mean you you kind of let them have their family time. Is my answer. You let them have their family yeah. time, right? Rick, well, yeah, because you should have showed up on time in the first place, Steve Trevino. Well, we were kind of on time. We said twelve ish, but she could have said, "Hey, twelve ish." Oh my God, I was seven minutes late to the podcast two weeks ago, and now you're an hour late, and you're kind. I of wasn't on an time? hour late. I was like twelve thirty. WTF? But. But she could have said, like, hey, we have a game at 2. I'd love to chat with you. Can you guys make sure to be there before 12, right? I don't know. Uh, Rick, what, what, is your, what do you think the right thing to do in that situation was? Well, you're way cooler than the kids. So I'm sure <laughs> that was her out was, please stay. If it, was, if it was my kids, I would have been, please stay. Please, for the love of God, stay. Huh. Yeah, because yeah, basketball <clears throat> games happen every week. So I, didn't know, I, I just didn't know what to do. You know, and, and, I, and, and you want to do the right thing. And then I know that I've been in a situation where I'm like, can you fuckers leave? Like, we got shit to oh, do. Oh, but that is when people have been there. Like, that happens at our house too, where people don't leave. That's a great question. What do you do in those situations? I don't know what to do. I say I'm going to bed and I ditch Steve. Well, I, I will say. <laughs> and oh, then, yeah, I hope that they like, then I hope um, they get the hint. <laughs> I will say that I said, we're going to get out of y'all's hair so y'all can get back and do family time. Yeah. They did not say, no, stay. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because had they said, no, 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 I'd love it if you stayed. You don't have to run off. Well, there you go. Ryan's going to take. Uh, her to the game. There you go. And I would love to have a cup of coffee with you, right? They didn't say that. Right. But I, it's just one of those moments of like, I don't want to come over here. You made these wonderful steaks. Yeah. 
And not well, only then that, you say that, you fed just, everybody. Just express that. Say, I'm so sorry. You just apologize for being an hour late, Steve I wasn't Trevino. an hour late. Can we, can we be clear? I was Roll, not an hour late. Play the tape back, Rick. I was a few minutes late. Not an hour late. Wait, you said an hour earlier. No. I was, I, was, I, I don't know what time it was. <laughs> but it was definitely before uh, one. Adrian's shaking his head. Um, walk it back. Walk it back. It's just a tough situation. But I also feel yeah. like because they were drinking... Uh-huh. Right? And yes. I've done this before, right? Where you're feeling good. Hey, come over tomorrow. We'll do steaks. Oh, Let's, you know, yeah. and then you're like, fuck. <laughs> I don't want to deal yeah, with I gotta it. I got to go to the grocery store and buy steaks. Right. <laughs> so I also know that maybe there was a little bit of that where they were like, feeling yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, feeling, yeah. And, and, and not that the, it was, not that they didn't intend to or they're not, they're like, I just think like, golly, last night I shouldn't have said that. Like, I overspoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're fucking coming over, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, I don't know. It was just one of those situations where I really didn't know I think you what just, the right thing to you do You apologize was. for being late. You say thank you so much I for I did apologize us. for being late. The food was delicious. And we're sending a gift. We're sending a gift to yes. let them know. Like, there you go. You know, because Courtney is just, she was a um, very sweet girl, um, growing up she's just a nice person yeah you know and and my first time to omaha coincidentally was 10 years ago and i know that because she had just had her baby oh and now she has a 10 year old you know and she came out and 10 years ago we weren't selling a lot of tickets yeah and me and her hung out went and met her husband same thing next day went went to have a steak with their husband by myself no entourage yeah you know and ever since then when i come back they come, they hang out, yeah. you know. So I and and I do appreciate that. Um, when I do go on the road to see familiar faces, yeah, to so, have a little piece of home, <coughs> something that yeah, or, you know, and, and, a, and, and a warm and, meal, uh, you know, not we, have to eat out all the time. And as you know, in high school, we were all very close yeah. by class. Like yeah. we were all very very good friends. So it, it was one of those situations. And then again, I like, and then you don't want to cancel the next day. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. Or if you do, you do it like really, you mean they don't want to cancel or you don't want to cancel? You're both in that situation. Yeah, you can just say, well, you know what? You could have sent a text that was just like, hey, just making sure you guys are still up for today. I know it's a lot. If not, no pressure. Like you always send, uh, I always send like a no pressure text if they were kind of like tentative plans, just so someone feels like if you want to back out, totally cool. I'm not bothered. I'm happy to stay home too. But then you worry, well, were they really bothered? Did they, you know? Oh my goodness. Like it's it's hard. It's a tough decision to make. I just hope I made the right decision. And I hope that I didn't leave there and they went, really? They showed I up, fucking had steaks. No, I think as long left, as you communicate. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sending a gift after is really sweet. There was probably 20, 30 minutes there of us chatting it up while he was preparing everything. Yeah. You know, getting everything ready and we were just kind of hanging out, talking. Yeah. But it really was a quick visit. Yeah. You know, and by the time we ate, it was already like she had her basketball, her jersey. Yeah. You know, and I, that's why I felt like, okay, I'm going to let y'all have this. Yeah. Right? It's Saturday, you know. Yeah. But again, beautiful neighborhood. Yeah. Beautiful home. Right? Omaha. Omaha. And and I, I look at their beautiful house. I mean, beautiful house. Yeah. Right? And you look at the home prices in, in Omaha, and again, I get mad at these fucking millennials because I'm like, 
I don't want to hear your bullshit. Here's a beautiful home in a beautiful neighborhood where people are are raising their children. Yeah. In a great town. Yeah. For for not a lot of money. And these millennials and these young people, oh, I can't own a house. No, motherfucker, you can't own a house in Malibu. <laughs> but you can in Arizona. Yeah. And you can in Omaha. Yeah. And you can in Oklahoma. And you can in Texas. And, you know, so it drives me crazy, right? Yeah. But anyway, I had, a, I had a wonderful time in Omaha performing for the nice folks over there. And, and we sold out. All four shows, yeah, which was awesome, and you know I think we'll do another round at the comedy club, mm-hmm. you know, until we go to the maybe go to a theater, um, and, and then Colleen, dude, Colleen, there's there's some people in this business that are just kind of they've been around forever, yeah, you've heard their name a million times, you know, and they're a character. Who's Colleen? Colleen is the general manager of the Omaha Funny Bone. And she is just a character. She yeah. is she is like a comedy mom. I was gonna say, is she funny? She's funny, she's cool, she's um accommodating. I mean, she's just sweet. I wanna thank her for the gift she gave my son and my daughter, very thoughtful. Yeah. Um, but there's just some people in the comedy business that you go, I wanna know Colleen. Right? Yeah. And when I went there ten years ago, she was there but not really. But now that I'm kind of coming up in the ranks, uh-huh. she got to, she hung out, she chatted with us, with me and the team. And yeah, <coughs> it was just cool to kind of, kind of get to know her because she just is one of those kind of staples. Yeah. Who was your yeah. opening act this weekend? I don't know him. Bryce. I don't know Bryce. Isn't that Bryce? I don't think so. Why? Where? I met where, him. In, why would I, I have don't met Bryce? Maybe you haven't met him. He's done some some gigs with me. Uh, older dude, <clears throat> um, remarried. Uh huh. Um, crazy story of how they met. Yeah. She's a doctor. Uh-huh. Um, what, like, uh, what kind of doctor? Like a sick doctor? Like a write, write you prescriptions for meds doctor? Yes. Like a therapist <laughs> doctor that writes you. Oh, that kind that of you doctor. you need. <laughs> the, the kind of doctor you fucking need. Oh, I don't need. want that kind of doctor. Right. You need that fucking doctor. Um, but you know, and, and that's, you know, how I run things. Like, you know, he's like, Hey man, can my, can my wife come? I'm like, of course. Like, yeah. Absolutely. She's very nice. Yeah. I was going to tell their story, but I don't know if I have yeah, permission I hear you. Okay. Um, to do so. Cause it's, Where's it's Bryce very from? Weird. I met him in, um, was it St. Louis? I think maybe St. Louis or one of yeah. those. Yeah. Was it like some somewhere the club matched you up with him? <coughs> yeah. For whatever reason, I didn't bring my opening act and they matched me up with him. And, and very, very, very easy guy to work with. And, and the funny part is, you know, I told him, I go, man, I go like, when you come on the road with me, feel free to bring merchandise. Like, yeah, you know, you should sell stuff after the show. Most of my opening acts, you know, they do. And, you know, they make that extra 150 bucks a night. You know, and it helps. Yeah. This fucking dude showed up with a flea market this time. <laughs> he's like, I took your advice. He's got lighters. He's got fucking T-shirts. He's got hats. He's got koozies. Yeah. I mean, this dude's got more shit than me all of a sudden. <laughs> And I died laughing. I was like, damn, dude, you really took bring merchandise to the show serious. Yeah. He goes, what do you mean? I feel bad. I go, no, no, no. I, go, I don't care. <laughs> I go, but I meant maybe bring a koozie. Yeah. You know, this guy's selling fucking notepads and candles that he made, homemade <laughs> candles and fucking uh, 
uh, dream catchers. And I'm like, what the fuck's going yeah. on? This guy's Friendship bracelets. That Friendship bracelets. <laughs> dildos. I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, um, yeah, you're now, everything. But what I want to know is how did a therapist do on the road with you and Timmy? Oh, sometimes she just oh. stares at us. Sometimes she just, I can see her like analyzing us. I was like, like, is the joke on oh my her God. or you? She's like, this guy has problems. This yeah. guy, Timmy and Steve, man, they're... They're and she just kept it to herself. Oh, she's very sweet. Yeah. It was actually her birthday and she didn't tell us. So um, Timmy and I went to Whole Foods and <clears> just <throat> bought some cupcakes yeah. uh, for the next day to, to make her feel special and yeah. you know, make her feel welcome. Um, but it was good. I mean, it was a good weekend. I enjoyed it, even though I was sick. Yeah. You know, and, and it, for me, there's never a question if I'm going to cancel or not. Like, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to work. And maybe there's a someday. I mean, I'm trying to think. I think I've missed two shows my entire 25 years of touring. Yeah. I know I missed, I had to cancel shows when Garrett was born. We tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever canceled shows. Yeah. Ever. Never missed my flights. 25 years of touring, I've never missed a show. Yeah. I remember there was one show where um, you, um, the airline lost your luggage. And so you made it, but your luggage didn't. So you had to go and like buy all boots, jeans. Oh, that's happened to me. All your clothes. That's happened to me a couple times. To go on stage. Where where I've literally did not get my bags. And then I got to go and buy things. Yeah. You know, and then I'm on, and I always feel so uncomfortable because when you're not in your outfit. Uh Uh-huh. And your clothes, yeah. it just doesn't feel right. It feels like you're wearing a costume on stage. Yeah, it feels like you're yeah. wearing, you know, look at me. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd ever, I just I just feel so so obligated to the people that made plans. That got the, you always say that, the people that got the sitter yeah. and like arranged for it, had the calendar <coughs> marked. You know, a lot of people, yeah. and they look forward to it for months. And we'll travel. You know? And people like travel to yeah. come see you. I hate, I mean, you know, we canceled the Houston show. Um, Not completely canceled. You just rescheduled. Rescheduled. Yeah. You know, and we had to, re- we had to move it. But, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't, I'm trying to think. I, I think that one time at Brad Garrett's yeah. where you were like, I'm having a baby. Yeah. That I left, you know. And, and I would think that that is a suitable reason. Mm-hmm. A to, valid reason. To Yeah. Well, yeah. but that's the thing, right? It's like. Do you have a valid reason that the fans will look at you and go, well, I understand why he canceled. Yeah. Just being under the weather, to me, is not grounds for cancellation. I mean, if you completely lost your voice and you literally could not speak. Right. You know? That would probably be another one. That's also hard, too, because as, like, the fan, the fan experience, if they feel like they're not getting your full show are they disappointed well, several people at the meet and greet came up to me and said hey it's very clear that you're sick i saw the podcast yeah thank you for coming anyway yeah right <clears throat> but i would walk on stage and go hey i want to apologize for my voice in advance yeah we've been sick all week i don't want to cancel the show this is what you're getting right <laughs> i mean still good shows yeah you know, yeah. I just didn't have the 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 voice yeah. for it, right? Yeah. So it was, I mean, it, it was, I still had a great weekend. Yeah. 
you know. And then Renee, and I don't know what to do. I mean, and I'm, I don't know. I, I, well, now we have a baseball tournament, but yeah, unfortunately, and it fucking breaks my heart. Oh, I was wondering um, if you were going to share this news. Yeah, I, uh, I always take off a weekend to do helicopters <coughs> for heroes. Unfortunately, we made the decision to cancel um, because we we lost several several big sponsors. Yeah, and we just could not afford to do our event, so we canceled this weekend, which is always is also a blessing because, well, I have the weekend off. Yeah, right, an unexpected weekend off. And I was excited because I thought, well, now I can help you. With yeah, the kids. Yeah, yeah. Because you have a lot going on this weekend. Have a lot going on. And then your sister um, shared the commercial, billboards, commercials. Oh, I have to say, it's been so fun. I got a phone call from a girlfriend. She's like, wait a minute. She was driving home. She goes, on my commute home from work. She's like, I heard your name on the radio. Oh, you're on the radio too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they kind of downplayed you, which I didn't like. Oh, did they? Well, you know, the commercial was like, uh, and local DIY expert. (laughs) Like local. Well, I feel an accurate adjective right those are like like they might as well have just said this bitch claims to be (laughs) a diy expert she has zero credibility zero (laughs) zero uh no i well they should have might as well just said she has a degree from pinterest (laughs) and and diys and you're gonna get to see all of it well it's for the san antonio home and garden show Um, but but speaking of the right things to do yeah that was going through my head well, I can't now because we have a last minute baseball tournament with for Garrett. Yeah. So I'm gonna you're gonna we're gonna have to have split teams. But initially I thought, oh, maybe I'll go and support my wife. Yeah. I'd love to see you do it, right? Yeah. But then I had the same kind of dilemma where what is the right thing to do? Cause if I show up, do I steal your spotlight? If I show up, are people talking to me? while you're trying to do your presentation, right? Yeah. It, it's like it's like when the opening act is on stage, Yeah. It, 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 I cannot go into the audience. Because if I go into the audience, it's so disrespectful to the opening act. Right. Because all of a sudden, everybody turns their head, and, and people are like, can I get a picture? And now people want to take a picture with me while the opening act's on stage, and that's just such a shitty feeling. Yeah. So I was debating, what is the right thing to do? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think if you come, it's a surprise. It's not like you're posting it on your socials, right? Like, hey, I'm going to be there. So people are showing up to chat with you. Um, but you could always watch like from the side or from the back. But but when you do that again, inevitably, somebody's going to get up yeah. and want to have a chat with me. So now I'm having a an, uh, an awkward conversation while you're trying to do your thing. I mean, to be honest. And it's distracting. You and I do so much together. Or if they take a picture. I'm sorry to interrupt you. If they take a picture of me, then that gives the cue. Everybody else goes, well, I'm going to go get a picture while yeah. you're on. So I, I was just you wondering. You and I do so many things together that I don't care. <coughs> that doesn't really bother me as you were like talking about the different scenarios and playing out like what might happen. I was more thinking of the other um, speaker who's like the the headliner is Egypt Sherard from Sherrod from Married to Medicine. So after I speak, um, she's doing like a Q&A and answering questions, kind of a fireside chat thing, which I'm doing with her like this. And so I think that like I worry about that, about her thinking that it's rude or 
that people are being rude because you were there. Well, that's, that's what I mean. I'm not, right? I, I'm I not mean, worried about me. But then I thought, okay, if I'm there, <clears throat> I'm loud. People know my voice. I could get on stage and draw a crowd for you, right? And really gather. That, that almost feels like more embarrassing. Don't do that. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> but that's another one of those things like, like the lunch where what is the right thing to do, <clears throat> right? I would, I, like, I would never want to steal the spotlight from you. Oh, but I think Ever. people would be excited to see you too. But I think it's that also would be distracting. People would be excited to see you. But it's you. distracting. Uh, if it bothers the person, I, I honestly don't think it would bother me. I kind of, uh, our relationship, you are the one in the spotlight and I'm more comfortable with that. Like that's the truth. I think that's why we work. I think that's spotlight. why we work because you're... But you I'm feel not more like I feel. That than I, I, do. I honestly feel like you, when you come to my shows, you're the famous one. <laughs> like when Renee comes to my shows, people are like, "Oh my God, Captain Eve!" And I love it. I freaking love. Like it's, it's a beautiful thing. Well, I know? feel the same way about yeah. you. Like I think it would make people's day to see. You know, if they were surprised and saw you there, I think that would be cool. Well, so uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it uh, because I am going to be at. I Garrett's, don't know. You might be um, able to. Maybe. I'm there Friday during the day. Oh, yeah, maybe Friday I'm, be our day. I'm Friday at noon, and I'm Saturday at one. <clears throat> so I think I give you your moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and you get to be on your own as yeah. the star that you are. You're sweet. The star that you deserve to be. I think you're like my um, security animal. <laughs> I mean, not my security animal. What do you call it? My my therapy. You're like my service animal. My service you're animal. You're my comfort. I'm used to like you taking the spotlight, and I get to be the sidekick. <laughs> and now I'm the bitch, and I gotta be the sidekick. No, no, but I like that. I feel comfortable. It would make me. It would make me feel comfortable to have you there. I like you. I appreciate your energy. Oh, like, you like me? Thank you. Your vibe, you know. But I, but I get it. But I get it. And and you are, you know, that's the shitty part. Being sick, you have not had a chance to prepare. I mean, I have. I feel, uh, <coughs> I've been like, I've been thinking about it. I'm really excited about it this go round because I don't feel as nervous. And like I said, I know what to expect. So, but yes, I actually need to like m the DIYs that I'm doing. I need to actually make them beforehand because um, I'm also going to be on the news that morning. So I'm doing like a little bit on the news that morning. Fuck, dude. And then I'll go to the home and garden show and do like a bigger. What else? What else are you gonna do? Bill? I don't have a fucking billboard. Mm. I don't have a billboard. What are we doing? Podcast. Oh, doing there, a podcast? I'm, yeah, I'm doing. A, there's like, um, what's it called? What's the podcast called? I think uh, they're ranging for me to do like a local San Antonio podcast. Hey, do you like bullshit? Uh, <laughs> this is a podcast about bullshit. We sell bullshit. No, we talk it's about like bullshit. a it's like a Latinas in charge kind of podcast. Oh shit, girl! Yeah, Dang. yeah, yeah. A lot of fat asses over there. Oh, but... hush your mouth! <coughs> hush your mouth. Latinas with nalgas in charge. Latinas. <laughs> oh, Steve, couldn't what? you have just left it alone? <coughs> oh, you know I never leave it alone. Um, I set it up. Yeah, sorry. No, it, I, I'm excited for you. Um, I am too. It's gonna be fun. And, and I just think it's it's so cool. I I really believe that that you are getting. You are very talented, and I think that you are getting what you deserve. Finally, Aww, thank you, baby. And you know we have worked so hard, both of us. And because my career was further along, you helping push that train 
and now we're starting to push your train and it's yeah. working. Yeah. And I just think it's, I think it's great because without me, you are just as strong and you're just as talented. So I'm excited. But it's more for fun you. with you. Yes, I agree. That's why, that's why I include you in everything. Even though yeah. we fight, it is much more fun. Well, that's why, that's why I'm excited to actually, um, cause they were going to get someone else to interview <coughs> Egypt for her hour after, Egypt. after me. Her name is Egypt Sherrod. And, um, and I said, look, I'm going to Where do you think there. she's from? <clears throat> she's, I think she's from New Jersey. She's not from Egypt? Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited about it because she does a show with her husband. So I just think there's, there's some similarities there. And I'm excited to well, sit down and get to know her a little bit better and talk, speak with her. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Speaking of like, you know, people, we, we took the kids. Yesterday was President's Day. And uh, I took the kids to... Um, um, that place called the, the trampoline Air. place trampoline place yeah took the kids over there took a couple pictures a couple people uh-huh. um but this this woman came up to me and she's like oh i'm a big fan and blah 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 she's a teacher by the way so thank you teachers um she's like oh I'm a big fan i follow renee she's can i tell you something I go, I go yeah yeah she goes i loved it i loved every minute of it she goes you know every time i see you and renee out and about renee's never with the kids and every time I see you, you're always with the kids. <laughs> and I was like, all right, finally somebody oh, is seeing oh, with their own it. two eyes how it goes shut down at my it. house. No, you know what it is? It's that when the kids are in school, I'm like, okay, I got to run my errands. I got to get it all done while I don't have kids with me so I can like run and get it done fast and then be back after school dude, for the Delilah's kids. Dude, Delilah's so gangster, dude. Like she got in the, like they have like the ninja course with the balls. Oh, Dude, yeah. that little girl just like pushing people out of the way to where I had to go, Delilah. And she's like, she won't move. <laughs> and I'm like, wait your turn. Like, I mean, Delilah's like, face plant, get out of my way. And that little that little girl was like, and Delilah's just like, bitch, like I got shit to do. And I'm, I had to pull her aside. I go, Delilah, we don't do that. We don't touch yeah. other people. Yeah. You know, and but... She's like, mommy does that to you. And I'm like, I know. No, she did not. But that's no. different. She's so sweet. At her school, they do a kindness pledge. So she talks about, on this day, I pledge to be kind in every way. Like, I forget what it is. It's really cute. Oh, my you God. You just have to remind cutest. her of her kindness pledge. And then, and then she, um, she did her, oh, she was so excited about Valentine's Day. Yes. And she got sick. So she missed Valentine's Day at school. She missed the whole week. Yeah. <coughs> yes, she and she'd already taken her little box the week before because my parents took her to school on Friday and they saw the box sitting there and thought, uh, when you and I were traveling, thought that she was supposed to take it. So they went ahead and took her box early. So her box was like ready for all her friends to put the stuff in it oh, there at school. And, she had and made her Valentines and like colored on them and she'd helped me make gifts for her teachers. Like she was so excited about it. And then she didn't get to be there. And then she gave us both a little la- they, at the school they made like this little laminated thing yes with her handprint and it's like 10 things i love about my mom and 10 things i love about my dad and mine said um i clean with mom no no mine said i, I love that. that my mom sweeps <laughs> and i was like do i really sweep the house that much that that's what uh, she she's grasping at straws because the kids are usually with me shut your mouth don't. They don't spend a lot of time. Not your big fat mouth. No, that is not true. <coughs> but 
I was so bummed that she missed it. And, and it, what did she say about you on yours? She said, I, I love to ride the lawnmower with my dad. Yeah, the tractor. The tractor. The tractor. And dad, dad takes me on picnics. Yes. And dad is the best. <laughs> That's what she told me when I came home. Renee was like, you go to Omaha. The whole family's sick as dogs. Yes. Renee is literally gathering herself to take care of this little girl because they're both sick. Yeah. And then Renee goes, who's your favorite? Or what no, you- we're in the pediatrician's office. And Garrett was not that bad, but he still had a cough. Delilah had been running a fever. So I was like, I've got both the kids. I'm You're just, sick. I'm, yeah, I'm taking them both with me. Let's Maybe the doctor will treat us all. And... Um, in the doctor's office, while she's like taking notes, Garrett goes, Delilah, who's the best? Because he'll ask her that all the time. She goes, Daddy and Bubba. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> I told the doctor, like, my family's really got a sense of humor, Doc. Because I'm the she's fun like, dad. Yeah, I can see that. Renee not, sometimes, not mom who's been taking well, care of Renee you sometimes tells me, say, you're making me out to be the bad guy. I'm like, no, you're making you out <laughs> to be the bad guy. I didn't set this up. You're you, the one that said we can't go swimming in the winter. That is you. <laughs> I said yes. You never ask those children to pick up their toys. Like <coughs> well, I'm and, constantly, and, come pick up your toys. And can I think all moms. Back where it goes. But, but like, where does this go? Renee's like, the kids are going outside and Renee's like, wear a coat. You need to wear a coat. How come we don't have a coat? Put on a coat. Put on shoes. You have shoes. to wear a coat. Like, put on with, shoes. With Delilah, it's not even a coat. It's just like, put on shoes, child. And I'm like, Renee, get off their tits, bro. <laughs> you know how coats work? You go outside, and then you go, oh, shit, I need a coat, and you go back in and get it. Or you go outside and go, I really don't need a coat. I'm comfortable. I'm happy to be out here. You figure it out. But Renee's, like, forcing them. You got to wear a coat. Put on a coat. And these kids are like, I don't want a coat. Wear a coat. Does your wife do that, Adrian? Yes. Rick? Yes, but my kids will stay out there and get frostbit. They're, they're not smart. <laughs> That's Delilah. The minute Delilah goes outside, like all this winter, the minute she goes outside on her playground, she kicks off her shoes. My parents too. Even my parents are like, this child that will not keep shoes. And not just her shoes. She takes her socks off too. She does. She has frostbitten toes. Well, I will say to change subjects, um, I'm so proud of Garrett. Yeah. So proud of Garrett. We, um, you know, we had to leave... Um, our old baseball team for basically is a piece of shit. Don't go to Marine. Um We had to leave. Yeah. And we went to another baseball team and, and we had to explain to Garrett that we're moving on and yeah. he has to leave his friends. You know, and a lot of, there was other parents that, that decided to, to come with. I didn't know we were going to talk about um, this on the podcast. I'm no, but. Getting but, a little squirmy. But just going back to, you know, and I'm, and, you know, I always look at things as a blessing. For you know? sure. And it is a blessing to be able to, to teach my son that you got to change, and you got to overcome adversity. Yeah. And he has done that so well. And not only that, I told him, and, and also the feeling of on the other team, he was the shortstop. Yeah. And it was, he was very comfortable because. Well, I'm the shortstop. I'm going to be the shortstop. I'm going to come back and play and be the shortstop. So there wasn't really that drive, right? So yeah. two, a man can do two things, right? Mm-hmm. When we switched teams, he could have made two decisions. Yeah. Decision number one is 
well, shit, I don't get to play with my friends, and oh, well, this is going to suck. He's still a little, he's still he's a little still heartbroken a little, over it. But his attitude has been, I'm going to win my position. Oh, for I'm sure. I'm going to earn it. Dad, I'm going to win it. I'm going to prove myself. I'm going to prove myself. And that little boy has been bringing me buckets of balls. And that little boy has been nonstop, Dad, let's practice. Dad, let's practice. Dad, let's practice. Yeah. Dad, let's do it. Dad, let's go to the batting cage. Dad, let's play ball. I mean, this yeah. kid and what 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 triggered in him is exactly what I was hoping would happen. Yeah. Right? I was hoping that he would get the eye of the tiger and go, fine. It is what it is. I'm on this other team now. Yeah. And I'm going to go and earn it. Well, you know what I told him? I said we had a conversation because it's a shitty situation that's hard to explain on a podcast. But um, I told him, I said, look, because, you know, talk about showing up and being a distraction. I said, because dad is who he is, sometimes people are just going to treat you really nice. They're going to immediately like you and think you're super cool and you're going to get special attention and you're going to go get to do lots of fun <coughs> stuff, cool or things. Or they're going to hate you. Or I said, I didn't say hate, I said, or people are going to be tough on you and they're going to expect a lot out of you because your dad is who you are or they might be unfair sometimes or they might not like you just because dad is who he is. I said, and we as a family have to know that we're going to see both sides of it. And, and we're going to handle it with grace. But the beautiful part is that we knew that. <clears throat> so we have raised Garrett to be exceptional and to be super polite and super respectful because he's, we knew. And, he, and he's a kid. We he's going to make mistakes. Right? He's going to trip up. We knew that this was coming. Yeah. We knew that at some point people were going to go after him. And after us, but and that's, that's hard what happened. To, to and tell an eight-year-old, and he doesn't you know, know. He to doesn't feel know. The reality of it. He doesn't know what happened. He doesn't know what happened, and, yeah, and we we're not going to talk about it here on the the podcast because we want to move on. But it was dirty, and it was gross, and we had to move on. So we did. And what I'm saying is to talk more about how proud I am of this little boy. But that's what right? I mean is that he like, <coughs> we, he and I had that conversation and he, he took it. I told him, I said, we're not going to let that affect how we live our life and the kind of person that we are. We're just going to handle it with grace. We're going to brush it off and we're going to go on being us and doing the right thing. And, and we show up to practice last Tuesday and this kid, Renee, I could not have been more proud of him. The way that he handled shortstop, he did not, he missed one ball, one. Yeah. During just practice. But when we scrimmaged, he made every ball, every out. He was ball hungry. He hit the ball like hell. Yeah. And I was so proud of him. Now, this is what, for me as a dad, was a really special moment. We got in the car after that practice, and I go, buddy, you killed it. Yeah. And he goes, feels good. He goes, Dad, you're right. He goes, if I work hard and I practice hard, I'm going to be great. He goes, so I want to practice harder. And yeah. I want to work harder. Because our motto at home, so this is where I'm getting at, our motto at home is Trevino's never quit and we work hard. Yeah, We work hard and we never quit. I probably say that to Garrett a thousand percent every night. Yeah. And during the day, I'm constantly putting in his brain, Trevino's work hard, and we never quit. 
Yeah. Right? <clears throat> Yesterday, he goes, Dad, can I talk to you? I said, yeah, buddy, what's up? He goes, I got another one. I got another one. I go, what's up? He goes, Dad, it's work hard, never quit, and be determined. I go, you want to add that one? He goes, yeah. I go, so dude, it's work hard, never quit, and be determined. Yeah. And it's so cool because you sit there and you go, you know, you buddy, if you work hard, it's going to pay off. And, and they don't see it. And then, buddy, and they're just going, why am I working so hard? Yeah. Right? Golly, I'm working so hard. I'm working so hard. I'm working so hard. To see it click. Yeah. To see him go, I worked hard. Uh-huh. Bang, I saw the results. And I like it. Yeah. I like the fact that I now realize what we have been doing and working hard gave me this. The, the payoff is encouraging. Right, because yeah. sports sports shouldn't be about trying to get your kid to the pros. Yeah. It should be about, about life life, life lessons, yeah. about work ethic, about being a teammate, practicing. about practicing, yeah. about showing up on time. Having, you know, all those things are, they should be life lessons. Yeah. To make you for a better adult. Not, I'm not trying to make a D1 athlete. I'm not trying to make a pro baseball player. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Right? But I told Garrett, and, and, I, and I put this on him, and, and I'm not saying that this is the right way to do things, parents. I will tell you that this has worked out fabulously for me with Garrett. <laughs> Delilah might be a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, but I have always put it on Garrett. Yeah, I have always told Garrett, if you want to play baseball and just be good, you're already good. But if you want to be great, then we have to work hard, and we I have to be hard on you. So which do you want to be, Garrett? Yeah. And Garrett will say, "I want to be great." Yeah. Right. By the way, <clears throat> I never yell at him out there when we're practicing. I would like to take tell dads that. Yeah. All I do is I praise the good things. Yeah. I go absolutely nuts and it's all positive out there. Yeah. I do not I do not hit him with the come on son. What are you doing? You saw so, it's never negative. Yeah. No, it's right? fun. He it's his and he knows he it's it. like one-on-one -on -one time with you. He looks and, forward to that. And then there's times where we're playing, he's not into it, and I go, hey, buddy, let's go inside. Yeah. And he'll go, well, why? And I'll go, well, you're already good, and this effort and what you're doing is just a good baseball player. So you're already good. Let's go inside. Yeah. Well, I want to be great, Dad. Okay, if you want to be great, then we need to fix our shit right now, and we need to play ball. Yeah. And he'll go, I want to be great. And then boom, there we go. Yeah. Right? And the father-son relationship is so complicated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't ever want Garrett to go, number one, my dad makes me go out there. To need your approval. Right. Yeah. Number one, my dad makes me go out there. Number two, we go out there and all I get is freaking yelling. Yeah. That's not fun. And an upset dad. Yeah. It's not fun. I go out there, we play games where I go, we'll warm up and I'll go, okay. Runners on first. We need to get them out at second. Right? Two outs. Can you do it? Here we go. Boom. And then Garrett does. I go, ladies and gentlemen, Garrett just won the game. You know? And we, and we have a lot of fun 
like making it exciting, make doing competitions, yeah, playing that it fun. That just made me think when you said that. I remember when we were trying to decide what we were going to name him. That's how you would do it. You would say it like a baseball announcer, and you were like, "Does this name sound good?" <laughs> In a baseball announcer's voice. That? Yes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Batting third for the Houston Astros, Garrett Jose Trevino. <laughs> I go, okay, that sounds like, good. Yeah, that sounds like. It sounds like a, an announcement. <laughs> Home run, Garrett, Jose, Trevino. Right. Yeah. Um, but but I, I just want to tell these, you know, these parents out there what works for me. Yeah. And completely being positive all of the time has been hugely successful for me. Putting it on him, letting him make the decision whether to be great or not. Yeah. Has been a huge help. Yeah. Right. And now he brings me the bucket of balls. You know, and, and there's days that I come home and I go, <coughs> hey, buddy, you want to play baseball? I don't care if we do or not. And he'll go, no, not today. I'm like, okay, no worries, dude. Yeah. And then there's times that I don't say a word. And then Garrett will come to me and go, hey, are we going to play baseball today? I go, well, if you want to. Yeah. And then there's times that I'm like, hey, buddy, we got to practice. You want to be great or not? Yeah. Right. So there's, it, it's never you absolutely. Literally, last night, I said, "Hey, buddy," I said, "Uh, we've been playing a lot of baseball." I go, "I think maybe for the next few days we'll just take a break." And he literally was like, "Why?" <laughs> and I go, "Well, we've been playing a lot of baseball. I don't, I don't want to burn you out, you know. And you know, maybe we'll do something else." And he was like, "But I want to play baseball." And I go, okay, well, if you want to play baseball, he goes, um, but can we play it like a game like we used to? And I ha it clicked in my head that, oh, I haven't been playing yeah. games with him. I haven't been making it fun. I go, yeah, we can do that. He goes, no batting cage, no instruction. He's like, can we just play ball? And then we play a game? I go, absolutely, dude. Yeah. Right? So... I'm just really proud <coughs> of my son. He is overcoming the adversity in the way that I had hoped he he would. Yeah. Um, I'm also proud that he had that aha moment that, oh, I'm this good because... I put in the extra time. I put in the extra time. Yeah. Right? So it, it was a really special kind of father-son moment for me to see that... Because sometimes you sit there as a dad and you go... Golly, man, like, I'm pretty hard on this kid. And, I, man, he, I, I really, you know, he works really hard, and I'm kind of hard on him. And Yeah. Is it even working? Does he care? Do, you know, I know as a dad and as an older man that if I can teach him this work ethic, it's going to, it's going to benefit him in his life. Yeah. So I'm really I trying just, to instill it. I just feel bad because I know he feels like we're, we're on him, and then with Delilah, whatever flies is how he not, feels. No. You know, he feels like we're not hard on Delilah in the same way. But we way. are, and, and now we're getting into sports with Delilah where I'm like, did you practice soccer today, Delilah? No, and, and, and the beautiful thing about Delilah, and I think she might be getting it from watching Garrett, uh -huh. dude, that little girl, number one, independent, Garrett doesn't play soccer. She's like, I want to play <laughs> soccer. Yeah. Number two, she'll kick the ball around the house on her own. Yeah. Just because it's there. Yeah. She was like, you know, and I'm like, oh, you're practicing? She's like, yeah, look at me. And then I go play with her. Uh -huh. But it's really cool. And maybe it's it's bleeding into her that, oh, Bubba plays. 
I'm going to play. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's just been really cool. And, you know, for me as a dad, it, I had a real moment of like, you know, after what we went through, uh, and, uh, they're those pieces of shit. Um, tell us how you really feel, yeah. Mr. Trevino. Um, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. It was heartbreaking. It broke my heart. Yeah. The way that we were treated by that organization and by people in it w- was just unfreaking believable. Yeah. And to have to make that move and do that to my son, and I and to be honest with you, they were like, "Well, he can stay on the team." I'm like, "Not after this." No, I was the one who set my foot down about that. I said, "No, like, we got to go." No. So to 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 move on. And and you know you sit there and you go, God, it's gonna break Garrett. It could break him. No, you know what? You know? I knew kids are kids are more resilient than you think. Kids are more resilient than you think, and I I knew he would be fine. I just what hurts my my heart is when he's not with his friends that he's played with since t-ball and when we hang out and they talk baseball and he knows the rest of them are still you know the majority of them are still playing together and he doesn't understand why they can't because well, we didn't that. we didn't say what happened so you know, and, I, and i just told him i said look <coughs> you know you need to learn to make new friends. Well, we said, look, Jose yeah. Trevino got traded from Texas yeah. to the New York Yankees. I use that I'm as an example. I said, hey, Jose Trevino's been on <clears throat> several yeah. different teams. Yeah. And you got to go and you got to earn your spot and you got to learn to lose, right? Losing is a big um, lesson in life. Yeah. yeah you yeah. got to learn to lose and pick yourself up. And if you're going to play baseball, you fucking better get used to losing. Yeah. They play 160 something games. And to make it to the playoffs, you need to win 60% of them. Yeah. So you lost 40% of 162 games that season. Yeah. If you can't pick yourself up and play, you're going you're gonna to have a long road. Yeah. You know, so with that being said, Aztec Chevrolet, we love them. We care about them. Uh, Beeville, Uvalde Chevrolet, Uvalde, Texas. Yeah. Uh, Goliad Ford, please go give those guys a chance. Give them a visit. Old Salt Coffee, Trevino 10 is the code. Uh, Rao Western Wear. Who are we missing? Pick Cherries. Yes. Oh, can I give a shout out to Rosemary at the Walmart? <laughs> at the Wally Martinez? Yes, at the Walmart who busted me getting all the Easter goodies. I was like, I'd been stocking the Walmart and waiting them for put Easter out on the shelf. And she she busted me and she was so, so sweet. And she's a huge fan and she watches the podcast. Um, so, hi. <clears throat> and I'd like to thank Rebecca Creek too. I've been sipping on that. Uh, quite a bit because they have been so supportive of my career and my life. Um, we're actually going to do a, a really special something over at Rebecca Creek Distillery uh, for the special. So um, we're going to give away some tickets to the premiere where people can actually see it a day before it actually premieres mm. over at our friends at Rebecca Creek. So we're very excited. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Fuck Marucci. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Can you bleep that out, please? No, no. I'm trying to keep it classy.